1954, during a time of tension and change happening within the United States, there were also other issues rising between Guatemala and a powerful manipulated fruit company called United Fruit Company, now known as Chiquita Brands International. Democratic intervention should not have even happened due to the good neighbor's policy, but this policy would end up being overridden due to the Truman Doctrine and the misinformation of communism about Guatemala's elected leader. The main reason for the political intervention would be because of the land reformation that the president of Guatemala, Jacobo Arbenz, wanted to implement within the country. The reformation would change the economic standing of the citizens of Guatemala because they only owned 2% of the land and the rest was consumed by this company. If this reform passed, it would mean more independence for the farmers of Guatemala instead of having to rely on this monopolistic company. Associations and wealth would drive the United Fruit Company into creating propaganda to change the perceptions of Guatemaltecos about their own politics. By involving the United States based on false information, the company would then hire professionals such as Edward Bernier, known as the father of public relations, into helping with creating a new reality for these Central American citizens. Therefore, propaganda was used as a weapon against unknowing victims and they were subjected to be experimented on to the reactions of fake information given in the form of media disguised as either entertainment or news. The significance is to highlight the deceitful practices, especially within propaganda, that are used within formulations in order to gain or maintain power. In Guatemala, the Jacob R. Benz regime became increasingly communistic after its inauguration in 1951. Communists in the Congress and high governmental positions controlled major committees, labor and farm groups, and propaganda facilities. They agitated and led in demonstrations against neighboring countries and the United States. Jacobo R. Benz was a newly elected Democratic political leader in Guatemala and was interested in reforming and changing Guatemala from the corrupt government it once was. As the president, Arbenz is making reforms such as the land reform, but yet does not realize the influential shareholders that are part of this fruit company and the control they have over the United States, such as the Dole's brothers, which was one was the Secretary of State and the other in the CIA, and Eisenhower's private secretary also had economic ties as well. The United Fruit Company organization was a corporate conglomerate composed of Compañía Agrofolco de Guatemala, International Railways of Central America, Tropical Radio Telegraph Company, and the Great White Fleet, which is a shipping and exporting company that helps with the goods and resources coming to and from Guatemala. By owning these resources, they were able to control the media or forms of communication because of their dominance. This also showed the Western supremacy that was happening in Central America. As United Fruit Company organization wants to maintain dominance in the Central American country to avoid taxes and maintain their wealth, they need to find ways to manipulate the United States to get involved with the politics of Guatemala for personal gain. How this would be executed exactly would be using the Truman Doctrine to state that the country and the leader of Guatemala is communist to avoid war and the Red Scare that was happening during this time. It was interesting to see the decision-making that took place because of the lack of knowledge that was truly known and the negligence to not receive more intelligence. This tactic will also show the wealth's dominance within politics to be able to convince a government to interfere in another country's politics because they simply do not agree with another leader's logic about development of their own country. Wealthy individuals should not be able to dictate or govern our nation's actions as what has happened in Operation PB Success. Operation PB Success used many manipulative tactics in order to make Guatemaltecos perceive their country's leader as how the United Fruit Company organization saw Jacobo Arbenz as a traitor and dictator. There is a continuation of how the CIA will use different forms of media to mess with these citizens psychologically by causing fear, doubt, 
and paranoia into someone they highly admired and elected, but most importantly, this made them question their democracy. It was even stated by a CIA specialist, Howard Hunt, who admitted to assisting in spreading misinformation and finding new ways into making sure that their agenda and politics were being understood. What I wanted to do was have a terror campaign uh, to terrify our bench particularly, terrify his, his troops, much as the German Stuka bombers terrified the population of, of uh, Holland, uh, Belgium, and, uh, and Poland at the onset of World War II and just rendered everybody paralyzed. A way they were able to convince a whole country would be to hire a public relations practitioner who is knowledgeable in manipulation into creating forms of media known to change one's beliefs. As mentioned, the way information or entertainment was circulated would be through newspapers and radio broadcasts, and these were influential because of the culture that surrounded this media that made those feel associated and connected with this content. Operation PB Success is an intrusion of Guatemalan's opinions, feelings, and interests as they are broadcasting on radios with what these citizens closely relate to and manipulating their trust as they do this. Escúchenos ustedes y sabrá la realidad del momento político porque atraviesa Guatemala y los progresos irrefutables del gran movimiento libertador. Acusamos a Jacob Arbenz y su camarilla de traidores de haber vendido a la patria a sus amos de la Unión Soviética. Han caído los traidores. Ahora que nosotros decimos la verdad que está en nuestras alforjas, Nos dedicaremos a la reconstrucción de la patria, aunque sea necesario hacerlo sobre un volcán de escombros. Guatemala, atención guatemaltecos, Radio Liberación en 6.370 kilociclos onda corta les habla. Esta es la emisora clandestina del movimiento libertador guatemalteco, hablando en su frecuencia de 6.360 kilociclos onda corta y desde algún lugar secreto de la República. Escúchenos ustedes y la realidad del momento político porque atraviesa Guatemala y los progresos irrefutables del gran movimiento libertador. Durante el transcurso de nuestras transmisiones diarias, damos a ustedes música, comentarios y noticias en general, y demostramos palpablemente el crimen de la dominación comunista y la fuerza incontenible de nuestra gran cruzada de liberación. En el aire los transmisores clandestinos de Radio Liberación de Guatemala en 6.370 kilociclos onda corta. This is an example of the created radio broadcast that was used to manipulate Guatemalans into believing this information, and this was done by using language and also the music to make citizens associate with this radio station and the host. By speaking to a nation during a crucial period of time, it helped to seek cultural consciousness and to define people in ways that were certainly not unitary, but cut deeply across individual class experience. 
Radio is in many ways unique, significantly different from any preceding or subsequent medium in its ability to transcend spatial boundaries, blur the private and public spheres of escape visual determinations while still retaining the strong element of realism that sound rather than written words supplies. This radio station was trying to arouse an audience to certain ends and usually resulting in significant change, and they believed they were preventing communism with this form of mass communication. From constant radio stations to newspaper ads, convincing the people to tune in and to feed into the music, La Voz had an interesting broadcast which they knew were being consumed by citizens and making them believe this is another way of receiving political news as well as a form of entertainment. This radio station was able to get the trust of many citizens just by using promotions and questioning the audience to doubt their president. They kept infiltrating any airway and broadcasted their propaganda as neutral information to not draw any negative drawback. Radio broadcasts were an influential media because of the relations they were able to maintain with the citizens of Guatemala and the gained sense of trust that was happening within the airwaves. They were making connections that would have been difficult for others to maintain, but by using trained individuals such as Edward Bernays to understand how to keep the attention of society. These same connections were making people of different economic backgrounds in Guatemala come together to overthrow a leader that was elected democratically. A drawback of propaganda they had were leaflets which were dropped constantly towards the end of operation which questioned where they came from because the language was not common to them such as the terms that were used. The drawback helped the CIA better revise their forms of propaganda. Despite the drawback of propaganda, it worked because it helped change everyone's opinion by constantly questioning and broadcasting the same disinformation that essentially reshaped reality out of reshaping public opinion. Foreign relations should not be based on deception and misinformation Yet, this was a constant tactic used by the United States in order to maintain dominance in other foreign countries, whether it is for economic means or resources. Guatemala, which is a testing ground of how to further use propaganda as a means for psychological warfare against countries that do not follow the same views or beliefs as our nation's dominant culture. Jacobar Benz did not know what to do about the misinformation that was circulating without him noticing. What does a political leader do when they are a target of misconception? If the wealthy can control the way the United States is able to operate and dictate other countries, then they are able to assert dominance as well as gain support from the media. The CIA was able to further continue this use of propaganda within the Bay of Pigs, in which they failed because they were not able to penetrate Cuba's culture through subliminal messaging. It was later stated by the Clinton administration that propaganda is the most effective foreign policy tools we have.